I'm WSB's Mark Aram. Depend on the WSB Breaking News Center for immediate, immediate breaking news, severe weather alerts, or a traffic red alert whenever and wherever they strike. Immediately accurate WSB. Depend on it. Live and festive in the Publix Holiday Headquarters studio at WSB. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. I stand alone. I stand alone. Welcome to the show and a good Wednesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there. It's 1077 after 10. This is. The Mark Aram Show heard Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. The gang's all here. Low T. Chuck screens the calls. Longoria on the other side of the takeout window. Training uh, Black Doug once again for the uh, third night in a row. My man. Did you guys enjoy the uh, Arby's cheese we did. sandwich? What is it? What was it? Steak and three cheese. Yeah, I don't know. It tasted good. It was good? Yeah. Johnny reviewed it yesterday and said it was good, so uh, I didn't have it. I had the turkey Reuben. Oh, okay. You had something is, different. Is, yeah, and potato cakes. Best thing to get it. Uh, best side dish at Arby's is the potato cakes. You're, uh, you're a fan of the curly fries. Yeah, curly fries are my thing. I know. Um, I've, it, I've never had a potato cake. But... Oh, I'll get you them next time. They're like uh, fancy McDonald's hash browns. Fatter. Right. Fatter hash browns. Mm, They're good okay. stuff. Eventful day in my uh, world. Go to sleep around 11.30 a.m. Night uh, cooled the heck out of my brain. All of a sudden, around 1.15, my phone just starts going bananas. Buzzing and shaking and beeping and everything. Tornado warning. So I, I turn on the TV and Brad Nitz is there. And this, this tornado is literally going straight to my house i've been in, in georgia for 20 years and i'm familiar with t- tornadoes but i've never been in a situation it's always in cartersville or rome or fayetteville or no midtown atlanta buckhead coming at me i turn on the tv and brad nitz is like you know the little purple <laughs> circle of doom yeah. on my house i was like holy shnikes grabbed the dogs ran downstairs into the safe room you have a safe room chuck oh yeah where you keep the gimp uh-huh. Okay, so I ran out of the safe room, and the the tornado track passed just on the other side. So my house backs up to Peachtree Creek. Yeah. It never crossed Peachtree Creek, so it was a, a creek's level away from my house. I've never ha- been in that situation. It's scary. I was in a couple of them in Missouri. It's not... I'm always at home very, watching very and go, oh, man, those yeah. people in Dunwoody, that sucks. This was all... I was like, holy smokes. And, I'm of course, my pajamas... But men pajamas are boxer shorts and a t-shirt. That's what I wear. I don't know what you guys wear. Chuck looks like a Long John's guy. <laughs> Longoria, you sleep uh, in the nude? Uh, pretty much. Just, yeah, um, too. just shorts, <laughs> basketball shorts, and that's it. All right. So I'm like... Nothing in between. I've kind of freaked out. I'm like, do I, do I get dressed now? Because if, if, if my house gets... The roof gets taken off my house, do I want to be in boxer shorts? You know? I've often thought about if I had to get out of the house quickly, is what I'm wearing to bed, I need quick access yeah. to clothes, at least to grab. And there's been a time or two I'm like, yeah, this, could get, this would be bad if I had to go 
streaking out of the I house. I wasn't right planning now. on leaving the house. I thought I was going to get lifted know. up. Still. I thought I was going to get, like, am I going to be, you know, spinning in a tornado and just, you know, do I need some protection? So I put on jeans. That was that was about it. That was the limit of the uh, of my protection. But thankfully, nothing happened. No damage to my house. I don't think we've had any deaths uh, in Georgia because of the tornadoes. But I haven't heard anything. I'd never been in that situation where the tornado was coming down on me. You were still at home. Both of you bananas were probably still at home when this happened, right? Yeah, actually, when you posted that that live um, weather thing, yeah. I was just about to take a nap and I started looking at it. And one was heading towards where my wife works, so yeah. I called her and said, "Hey, y'all might want to." Check this out. Yeah. What about you, Chuck? Were you uh, you were at the gun range? What were you doing? When this <laughs> I was actually I was actually at the gym. Um, <laughs> Even and the, better. And the siren and the sirens started going. Well, I got a little bit nervous because the sirens are going off. There's one actually mounted on the building of our gym, and the sirens started going off. And the the rain, you couldn't see ten cars into the parking lot. Yeah. But I didn't have my phone on me, and I got a little nervous because hot neighbor's home by herself. Sure, sure. So I went running out there. In you ran out of curves. Into yes. the, oh yeah. <laughs> into the rain. Curves the best place to work out. <laughs> I understand. Man. Um, no judgment at curves. No, not at all. It's a lot of eye candy there. Um, anyway, no. I, anyway, I ran out, got on my phone, and made sure she was okay. And she was um, okay. Good. Oh, she's fine. She's yeah. like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. I'm fine. I was like, well. Uh, normally that's me, but this husband. literally, Brad and Brad Nitz. I saw him in the in the hallway uh, before the show. I was like, dude, you saved me, man. Like you, you were on it. Literally right on it. He was on TV for like two hours straight doing it. So uh, kudos to Mr. Nitz. He 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 knocked it out of the park as always. But it was it so it happened so quick. It was like three minutes had passed. I'm like, well, I'm not dead yet. So I guess yeah, you, I'm all right. You kind of wonder. And then it's like, all right, now it's in uh, Peachtree at Piedmont. I was like, wow, whew, that was quick. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the tornadoes I went through in Missouri, they're telling us like, legitimately, this is coming. You need to get in a basement, in the yeah. bathroom, whatever. So I grab the dogs and I go downstairs. I have, I had, there was a corner bathroom and I'm, I'm down there and I'm just sitting there for a while. I can hear the sirens and then I'm wondering like, I could be sitting here for a while yeah. and I wasn't sure when it was safe to get out. So I just waited until the sirens were over and I was and like, ah, I figure if the house I hadn't lifted up sirens. by the sirens, then I was good. They my, have... my phone went ballistic though. Yeah. It was, it was like, you're going to die. You're going to die. So, so the bottom line is, I'm glad everyone's all right. I woke up at one fifteen, so I've I've got basically two hour, two and a half hours of sleep in me right now. That'll so. be a fun show then. No, it will be a fun show because back by popular demand, I can't believe I waited, wasted this much time before we get to our main headlining guest. She is the uh, the queen of Atlanta television and film. She uh, is back by popular demand. She is uh, Shay Griffin. Shay, welcome back to the Mark Aram Show. How are you? I'm doing just fine. Thank you. It's what, great to be back. What did you do during the tornado? Where where are you and, and what happened? Well, that's kind of... I was listening to that because I also heard that, and I was actually in my car when it actually came up on my phone to tell me that there was a tomato a tornado watch and to seek shelter or something. And I'm like, well, what do I do now? <laughs> so I just kept going and... When in doubt, worked out. When in doubt, keep going. That's right. Just keep moving, and that's what I did. All right, Shay. We, we uh, thank you so much for coming back on the Mark Aram Show. By the way, uh, we had such fantastic response to your first appearance. Uh, for folks that didn't hear that first show, uh, tell the listeners who you are, what you do, and and why we are so interested in talking to you. Oh, okay. Let me see if I can do that. What I do? Okay, I work in the film industry, which has. Some of you may know is at this particular moment in time one of the biggest industries in our state. 
uh, one of the biggest industries in the country for us. We're number three in the entire nation. And I do a number of different things. I am a casting director, so I'm working on a project right now to cast. Uh, I'm also developing some things as a producer. And I continue to always be involved in our industry from a political standpoint because our tax incentive is always going to be important to our success. And therefore, I try to stay involved and make sure that we keep that tax incentive in place. And, and Shay, you're part of Shea Studios, uh, which does a number of things, production, workshops for actors. And, of course, uh, I think your main role is, is as a casting agent, right? That's correct, yes. So, obviously... It's it's been miraculous how how impactful the uh, TV and film industry has been to the state of Georgia for not only our economy but the job market and pride. I mean, you look at a show like The Walking Dead, and even if you've never seen an episode of it, you know if you're a, a resident of Metro Atlanta, there's there's pride knowing that this hit show is made here. Right? This is this is this is good for our egos. Oh, indeed, indeed. I mean, imagine the just from the exposure, the PR that we get out of the industry. I mean, it's not only an industry that's putting. I think the number is somewhere well over seventy-nine to eighty thousand people to work in this state. Um, but it is that overall opportunity for people to get to know Georgia and to know about all the great locations that we have here and the things that are available uh, to people who come into Georgia. So. Yeah, it's one of the greatest advertising pieces we could have. Absolutely. Now, now, Shay Griffin joins us. Shay, you aren't new to this game. I mean, you were doing this before Atlanta became uh, Hollywood of the South. You, you've been doing this for a while now. Well, you know, I was fortunate enough to be in the first run-through when we really got into the film industry here back in the late 80s and early 90s when it was it was busy. And we thought we were in the film business then. Uh, and it was, you know, that was an exciting time, and it was an opportunity for many of us to have the chance to learn about the film industry. So that when we really went back in in 2005 and six, and, and of course eight was when we got the tax incentive passed, um, we were ready. We were ready for the opportunity to really make movies in Georgia. So it's, yeah, it's been an exciting journey. I mean, I always kind of look at the fact that everybody told me that I couldn't make a living in this business unless I moved to Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. And I don't have a, I mean, you know, I love California. That wasn't like the worst thing I could have done, but it wasn't what I wanted to do. And now to think that, gosh, that would have been maybe a foolish move because being here has been such an exciting part of being in the film industry. Yeah, I remember last time you were on, I told you I had a friend that had uh, been in L.A. as a uh, cameraman for about 15 years um, doing a lot of film and TV, and he recently moved to Noonan because all the work was here. So he yeah. left L.A. and came to Georgia. No, we are having that happen all the time. I mean, we, in fact, in the auditions that I was doing this past week or so, we actually, you know, met two or three actors over the time frame that have all moved here. They've moved from L.A. to Atlanta. Now, that's a whole new way to do this business. You know, always before it was think that you could get to a certain point in your career and you could move to Los Angeles. And now it's kind of the other way around. They're moving here to Georgia to get their careers moving and to have more opportunity to work. So, yeah, I mean, talk about something that has changed. This is this has really been a changing industry. Yeah, and again, 
I'm, I, it, it doesn't touch my life. I'm not uh, employed in the, in the film or movie industry unless you cast me in something, Shay. Well, that's right. Hint, we'll hint. Get on that. Hint, hint. Um, <laughs> but just, just being a, a resident of the area, I just love the fact that so many uh, pieces of entertainment are, are based out of here now. Um, I, I haven't seen a minute of The Walking Dead, but I love the fact that it's it's filmed in Atlanta. And, and anytime I go to a movie that's filmed in Atlanta, I look for landmarks. And I just mm-hmm. It's just a great sense of pride for the, for the area and the region, the fact that we're in there. What I'd like to do, Shay, if you don't mind, because I know uh, the listeners have a ton of questions. Um, I'm going to open up the phone lines. And then we'll come back and take some questions for you, uh, as as I've dubbed you. I don't know if you call yourself this, the queen of Atlanta film and television. Is that I, all right? I do not call myself <laughs> that. But <laughs> well, I'm going to for for tonight's episode of the Mark Aram Show. You are the official queen of the Atlanta film and television community. So if you have any questions about the industry and what it means to Georgia or anything about the film industry in Georgia, Shay is here to answer your calls at four zero four. 872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. We'll come back. Shay's been nice enough to take out a slice of her Wednesday Eve with us. Um, so we're going to pick her brain and uh, examine her expertise in the film industry in Atlanta. Hang tight. Shay will be right back. We'll get your calls on next, folks. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Or you can tweet your questions at me. And I'll relay them to Shay. It's at Mark Aram on Twitter, M A R K A R U M. This is The Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750, WSB. Welcome back to the show. 10 at 24, 54 degrees on Peachtree Street and getting colder. It was in the 60s, mid-60s when that tornado ripped past my house. Shay Griffin, the queen of casting, joins us on the Mark Aram Show, answering your questions about the movie biz here in Georgia. Um, is, am I reading that first name right? Psycho? Psycho in Stockbridge with the first question for Shay. Welcome to the show, Psycho. How are you? How's it going, Mark? Excellent. Now, um, I, I called in because I just happened to catch what was, what you were talking about. And um, I'm 36 years old. I've always wanted to try my hand at acting. Um, I've just, I have no idea how to get plugged in, how to begin. I, I don't know what to do. Uh, all my life, I'm kind of like Neil from uh, Dead Poet Society. Like all of my life, I always wanted to try this. Shay, and, how, can a, how can a 36-year-old guy that's obviously very talented get started in the acting biz? Well, let's just see. The first thing that you probably need to do is to find out just exactly how much talent you do have. Uh, and sometimes that can best work out by trying to get into some maybe some of the workshops and the classes that are offered all around the city. There's all kinds of things available to go and, and try to see just exactly how skilled you are. And, uh, and once you have gotten a little bit of that kind of training behind you, then applying or making um, submission to an agency in Atlanta for representation. Okay. You've got to have representation. That's the most important thing that you can do is have good representation so they can get you out and create the opportunity for you to audition. And, and where, where can he find these classes? Because I'm assuming there's, there's going to be a lot of places out there that might not exactly be, you know, 100% uh, what he's looking for or uh, totally on the up and up. Is there any reputable places where you can find these classes? Well, I think that we have, a, you know, we have a number of good 
classes that are offered in the marketplace, and certainly we do them at the Shea Studio as well. Uh, I think you just have to always make sure that the people you know, who is, who are, from whom you are going to be learning really have worked in the business and really do have a resume that's, you know, that supports that and makes you feel trusting and comfortable that they do know what they're talking about because, yes, you can get into bad training, and then at that point it sets you back, doesn't move you forward. So I always suggest to people really check into the backgrounds of the people that you are uh, willing to go and, and have them become someone who's going to guide you in your your dream here sure. to get into the business. Sure. It's, it's SheaStudios.com, by the way, S-H or C-H-E-Z studios.com. Shay, I've got a full bank of phone lines with questions. Can you hang out a little bit longer? Uh, sure. Absolutely. Excellent. All right. Shay Griffin, the queen of casting. We'll come back, answer more of your calls. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is The Mark Aram Show. I'm WSB's Herman Kane and depend on this. Whenever and wherever there's breaking news, severe weather alert, or a traffic red alert, the WSB 24-hour breaking news center will tell you about it. News 95.5 and AM 750. WSB, depend on it. Live and festive in the Publix Holiday Headquarters studio at WSB. Hey, this is Rosie Perez, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show. 10, 37, 23 in front of 11. Mark Aram at your beck and call till midnight every Monday through Friday on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Lochi Chuck screens the calls. Longoria on the other side of the takeout window. Joining us uh, for the second time and hopefully not the last, Shay Griffin, the queen of the Atlanta film and television industry. She is here to answer your questions about the booming business here in Metro Atlanta. Uh, Shay, I got a couple of questions on Twitter, at Mark Aram, by the way, M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M. Similar to that earlier caller, they want to know, as writers, how do they break into the business? That would seem to be a tougher road to hoe, I would think. It is, and yet we're hoping to see that develop more and more here in Georgia. We really need that to become... um, another way for us to keep our film industry growing because the more we have people who can write good scripts, uh, if we then can develop those and get them produced, it's going to create a much more independent film industry here in Georgia, which would really be the, would ground us and keep us, I think, active in the film industry for many, many years to come. It isn't easy. Absolutely it isn't. Uh, and there is no one sure way there. There are very few agents in Atlanta who have any um, ability to get involved in rep, you know, really repping people who are writers. Most often that does still have to come out of the New York or Los Angeles marketplace. But I do try to encourage people who have, you know, have that talent and are trying to write scripts to continue to do that. And we are trying as an industry here ourselves from within to start finding more ways to get 
good writers and get good scripts produced uh, independently. Here I'm, in I'm glad you brought up the independent pictures because uh, it seems to me in Hollywood these days you either have the super-duper blockbuster superhero kind of movies or independent films. And I had Rob Reiner on a couple months ago, and he made the point to me that in, in this day and age, movies like Stand By Me, which he uh, produced and directed, and mm -hmm. A Shawshank Redemption wouldn't get made in 2016 because it's it's not that uh, blow-em-up blockbuster film any, uh, type of film. Well, and I think that you're right about that. There is, it seems like there are categories now, and there are the great big blockbuster films that so much money is invested in. And uh, and then, you know, there seems to be the next level, which is the much smaller films. But I think that you have to have both. Both have to survive in this industry and create the opportunity to showcase different kinds of stories and, and reach different audiences. I think there's a great movement on right now in uh, trying to get more of the women's films brought to screen. Yes. Because that's another area that has been badly, um, you know, not, Underserved. Yeah, yeah underserved absolutely. for years. And absolutely. So there's a lot of effort going on in that. I'm very involved in that in this marketplace and certainly looking at scripts that women are writing as well as, you know, what are the next great stories to be told. Let's go back to the phones. Uh, David joins us on the program. David, what's your question for Shay? Hey, Shay, I got a quick question for, well, actually, a quick question and a statement. Until the other night, I didn't know that one of the greatest film makers of all time, Mr. John Wayne, actually filmed the Green Berets in Columbus, Georgia, which is not too far from Atlanta. Right. And I, th I thought that's pretty amazing, That because looking at it, you would not think that was Columbus. I did basic training in Columbus, Georgia, and he actually did it right there where I did basic training at. So, Marcus, it is pretty awesome to see uh, local places where you've been and Absolutely. it actually gives you more encouragement to watch mm -hmm. movies that's filmed in your area versus movies that's just filmed in Hollywood. Exactly. Yeah, well, that makes it um, makes it very exciting for all of us. Be sure oh, yeah, you watch for that peach, that big peach that comes up at the <laughs> end of each film tells you it was shot here in Georgia. Indeed. What's your question, David? Well, the question is, I like The Walking Dead. I've been, I, I don't know how to do it, but I've been wanting to be a extra, like a zombie on The Walking Dead. How do you do that? Like, how do you get in? How you? How are you able to get into that? Well, it's it's not maybe as easy as it sounds for Walking Dead. I think it's a little more challenging for that show. Uh, I'm not quite sure who does the extras uh, coordinating on that show, but that's who you would have to reach out to and let them know you'd like to, you know, you'd like to be an extra. And, um, you know, I know from time to time they certainly are, you know, going to be looking. For I, I, have, I have a couple of pals that, not recently, but when the show first started, uh, were extra zombies in The Walking Dead. Mm -hmm. uh, a couple of coworkers here have been extras in, in movies. So the, the extra industry is certainly... It's a big industry. Yeah, and, and anyone. I mean, Longoria, you could be an extra in, in Smoking the Bandit Part 3 or yeah, whatever. Yeah. I mean, you, you'd fit a lot of His roles. later years when he gets fat. Exactly. You know? <laughs> John's in Fayetteville. John, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Mark, love your show. It's great. Thank you, buddy. Uh, Shay, thank you so much for uh, spending some time with us. Uh, I live 1.5 miles from Pinewood Studios, mm. and it just seems like we... Every time we turn around, they're putting another studio up. And that's uh, true. It's, it's exciting. The question I have, though, is with, you know, the through the years, we've seen the market, stock market go way up. And there's a bubble. Uh, 
now we're hearing that there's studios being built all around Atlanta, Fort McPherson, Shannon Mall, you know, those places right. are now with studios. Uh, is there a concern on your behalf about uh, uh, a, a bubble in the uh, industry, uh, more space being built than needed? Well, I think that maybe at times um, we wonder about that, but the reality is that those studios are full. I mean, we have the work that's filling all of those different studios, and uh, hopefully that will continue, and that will continue not only from the work that comes in from um, the Los Angeles marketplace or the New York marketplace, but from, as I said earlier, from work we generate within you know our own industry here in Georgia so that we keep those studios uh, full and and keep that work coming. As, as an uninformed guy in, uh, about the industry, Shay and John, I would think that there's more stuff being developed now than ever before. You have things like Netflix and Amazon and and all of these other out, outlets, and there's a thousand TV channels now. There's so many more uh, opportunities for production that I think it. I don't want to say it's recession proof, but uh, it looks like there's there's always going to be a need for new content. Well, and that's the thing. You're right, Mark, because there is so many. There's so many more ways these days to to get your product or a film into distribution, and that is driving that whole independent marketplace now. That people are being willing to invest in independent work, believing that there will be a distribution source for them. So, and that hopefully will keep all of our studios full. And we we do have a lot. I think there's somewhere near 12 studios that are now in our market here in Georgia now. That's yeah, pretty exciting. It's unbelievable. And it's not just, and again, not to, to beat a dead horse, but when a studio opens, it's, it's not just jobs for actors, directors, cameramen. Mm-hmm. You have yeah. the caterers. You have the drivers. You have... I mean, there there are so many uh, jobs on the periphery of, right. of the industry. That's exactly right. And we, that, that's the part of the industry that is even, I guess, challenging to track. But we all know in the industry that it also really reaches out beyond what you just normally think about and uh, really puts people to work in all types of businesses. I recently uh, was talking to somebody about the very fact that, you know, when you have certain types of industries working, then we need all the others to back us up. And mm-hmm. during the, res- the time that people were losing their jobs, I mean, it was the film industry that took a lot of people and put them to work. I mean, from carpenters and, and craftsmen of all types um, went into the film industry. So it's been uh, it's created a lot of jobs that are not what people normally think about. Everybody exactly. thinks about the actors or the directors. No, or, there's I mean, yeah, for every actor so on, on on stage or on film, there's there's a hundred jobs behind that. Absolutely, David's and Tucker. David, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hi. Yeah, just look at those credits after a television or film show, and all those people are working people. Uh, no glamour, but it's a paycheck. Um, I had a question there. At one point, there was a casting company that specialized in disabled uh, actors. I didn't know if they still existed. And uh, what's the market for those folks? And I also wondered if uh, the industry had, might have some liability concerns in employing disabled persons just in the name of paranoia. Um, well, I, again, that's not a question I probably feel totally qualified to answer. But, uh, you know, through the Screen Actors Guild, in Atlanta, and of course, the one that nationally represents uh, actors, there definitely are actors who are 
considered actors, you know, in the disability category, but there oftentimes may be jobs that are that that's what we want mm-hmm. for a role. And uh, I think that liability is going to be something that would be immediately just assumed by the production company. And, you know, there's lots of liabilities when you're shooting a film. That would just be another one. Excellent. Excellent call. Uh, excellent question there, David. Bill's in Buckhead. Bill, welcome to the show, my friend. Hey. How are you, Happy sir? Happy holidays. Right back at you, buddy. Uh, yeah, I, I would just like to mention uh, uh, <clears throat> to Shay, uh um, Burt Reynolds, uh, he was a big influence on in, in all of this. Mm-hmm. And not and not only that, Bill. Great, great uh, comment. Um, the uh, coolest dude of the 1970s. I think we can Absolutely. all agree. All right, yeah. uh, Tony's in Marietta. Tony, welcome to the show, my friend. Say, welcome back to the Aram Airway years. <laughs> Appreciate <laughs> you having you back. Thank you. Uh, uh, you're a wealth of knowledge, first and foremost. Uh, uh, I have got to ask you, since I asked you the last time what your greatest accomplishment in, in your life was, you already told us that. So I've got a different uh, question for you since you're dialed into this, and it's related to uh, you know the uh, tax issue and you know um, us being you know um, willing to uh, give out you know really um, good tax incentives um, to bring you know, um, the film industry, you know, and keep it alive and thriving in Georgia. I've read numerous articles about um, surrounding states, uh, whether it was Florida or, uh, you know, uh, Louisiana, um, the Carolinas, and they they were either cutting back or eliminating uh, tax uh, incentives for the film industry for whatever reason. I don't know whether they didn't have the infrastructure or what have you. I even read an article about a uh, stunt uh, woman um, who does stunt uh, driving. She left Florida on purpose because all of the work dried up, and she moved to Atlanta just to be able to uh, maintain her career. Hold, so. hold, hold that thought, uh, Tony, and hold your answer, Shay, if you don't mind. We do have to step away for a quick break. Can we come back and take some more uh, calls after that, Shay? Sure, absolutely. You're Let's a doll. Quicker. You're a doll. I owe you dearly. <laughs> we'll come back. Tony. Uh, Tony's question will get answered. And if you want to jump on board and ask Shay Griffin a question, the queen of the Atlanta TV and film industry joins us here on the Mark Aram Show, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Let's make this official. Everybody let's agree that MCs need a tissue. The folks my only issue. I bet your mama miss you, and I bet the Mac that go off like an MX missile. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750, WSB. Welcome back to the show. News, weather, traffic, six minutes ahead. It is 10.54. You do the math. Shay Griffin from Shea Studio joins us on the Mark Aram Show. All right, Tony's question before uh, we had to jump away. Shay, what's your answer there, Bill? Now, he never finished his question. Let's get the rest of the question. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, I thought Longoria said he finished the question. Longo, are you... I didn't say anything. I don't know what you're talking about. All right, pull, pull <laughs> back the audio and get his question. Let's go to, okay. let's go to Nick uh, next to the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Nick. I'm good. How are you? I think I really appreciate you taking my call. Anytime. What's your question for Shay? My question actually, um, it was actually just mentioned briefly about um, different opportunities um, behind the scenes. Um, I'm relatively new here to Georgia. Um, ben, March would be maybe two years. And I'm a barber and a carpenter, um, both of which I'm passionate about. And um, back home, I was able to, I was able to, um, to build um, some sets 
um, for a play. And um, set it was, building, it was a gentleman. Yeah, I'm sorry. Set building, I think, is the question. Uh, Shay, how yeah. how can we get uh, Nick hooked up into the set building industry? You know, we have we have a what is called the Georgia Film Academy that has um, been funded by the governor, and it's been put together for just that purpose right there, is to help people who have special skills like that get involved with the academy, taking uh, their classes and their program, which will actually put you on a movie set at, uh, at the time of when you graduate from that. And the skills that you're mentioning, both of them, are things that are very much used yeah. in the film industry. Similar so skill set, too. That. Barber into, and uh, Carpenter. Sim- right. Similar skill set. Right. Look into Georgia Film Academy. Georgia and, Film Academy. And that would, be some, that would be a really great place. Somebody was mentioning the studios at Pinewood. One of their main uh, places of training is actually at a studio that is there near Pinewood. And uh, it's just a great, it's a great way to go and learn about the business and to be able to get in it as an intern. And, and it's there to help people learn how to do the jobs that we really do need to back up our film industry. Sarai, uh, Sarai, real quick, what's your question for Shay? Hi, I have a 13-year-old son who's really passionate about filmmaking. He's actually wanting to make a career out of it. He's 13 years old, so he's quite young, but... We're very avid moviegoers, so we always stay at the bottom. We're so proud when we see that Georgia peak at the bottom of the screen. So what would be the best thing for me to do as a parent to um, gear them in the right direction? I know talent is a big portion of it, but how about education? Do I need to look into colleges on East Coast, West Coast? East if Coast, West Coast, his overall worldwide. interest is in a career in the film industry, not just necessarily as an actor, but maybe working in, in the overall business of writing or producing or that type of thing, yes, then by all means, the best thing to do is to be looking toward colleges that really are creating degrees uh, to make that a possibility. Again, I would suggest that the Georgia Film Academy is working very closely with many of our colleges here in the state of Georgia, and you might start looking into the various colleges and seeing what they have in the way of degrees. I know West Georgia is a part of that program. I believe maybe Kennesaw, I'm not sure, but many of the universities and the trade schools are all connected to the Film Academy and would be a place that you could look to in the future uh, for more education. Sarai, great question. I'm glad your 13-year-old son knows what he wants to do in life. I'm 42. I don't know what I want to do in life. I know. That's wonderful and amazing. Shay, you have no choice but to come back and answer more calls right after news, weather, and traffic, okay? All right. right. I'll do that. Shay Griffin's going to join us. Your call's next. This is The Mark Aram Show.